Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today we're going to talk about pattern drafting, as in when you draft your pattern you okay over there <laughs> yeah I, I was going to like i guess pull the microphone into She's my chest gonna, or, i don't know or knock it off the table it's, or something like very bizarre i used we, up all my energy today i've done a lot of we have physical done this work we have done this before right podcasted oh yeah no. <laughs> i don't know my short-term memory's going no, it's got to be your long-term memory though because this is i don't know what episode number this is but it's been over a year it's been Yes, over a year. It'll be two years in January of okay. 2018. That's right. That's right. You're right. So, and this yeah. is October of 2017. 17. Yeah. So we're pushing two years here. And that's a lot of episodes. So that's yeah. one a week. So, But I think we did enough bonus episodes where we're over 100. And people ask about things. And sometimes I, in the group, and I'll like think about answering them. And then someone will go, oh, there's a podcast where they talk about that. Except we can't. Okay. <laughs> and so I don't we remember don't it. have a good list. Of, we, we have the same list of the podcasts that you do, basically, is to look it up online, right? Yeah. And, and, but, and so if we can't remember what the title was or what podcast it was particularly in, we have all this trouble. We have to go back and forth behind the scenes and not let you guys know, but we're asking each other what podcast was it in. Well, or, okay, or we rely on a really awesome group member. <laughs> and then also... That works, too. Also, sometimes we've talked about certain things in a podcast that maybe is it, maybe it's not indicated necessarily by the title that we spoke. It, that's what I'm spoke, saying, because yeah, it's right. like, oh, well, we talked about bias, but it, the... You know, the podcast wasn't was not called wasn't bias. called talking about oh, bias. To write that down. Okay. Duh. I don't no, think I, we've had a podcast about bias I yet. I thought we did. No? We did the warp and weft. <laughs> well we'll have to oh yeah. Warp yes. speed, weft to right. Weft yep. to right. Okay, so drafting your own patterns. ZD drafts many, many, many of her own patterns, not only for herself, but she has lots of experience in drafting for other people as well. Yes. Uh, many, many other people, uh, and not just individuals, but like groups of people as well. Yeah, so, and those days are in over. The, yeah, <laughs> they in the past now. <laughs> I think so. I always say that, and then something happens. Like, remember the day we had to make the color changing uh, dance costumes where yes. the dress went from green to black or black yeah. to green? I can't remember. Yeah. Or then when we like ended up costuming a show choir again. 
And I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, that's the last time. Yes, yes. Okay, so let's first talk, talk I about... I hope Bob Bohan doesn't listen yeah. Yeah, Let's talk about when you draft for yourself first. Uh-huh. Is, do you think that's a good idea? I think it's the, probably the easiest person to draft for first in in some ways. Uh-huh. In some ways, you know, because, of course, you have to measure yourself. And the worst part about that is you have to be honest about your measurements. <laughs> well, I was going to say, they're probably, if you aren't costuming or something, there's probably no one who's like, hey, <laughs> draft me a pattern. Spend a lot of time making something for me that might not quite fit and you have to alter. <laughs> right. Well, I think probably the best way to draft patterns uh-huh. or to learn to draft a pattern is to do like a buddy system. Oh, okay. Because you can have help in measuring yourself. Uh-huh. Although with our new fancy measuring tape. Guys, if you don't have the easy check measuring tape, you have yeah. to get it. Yeah. It's like you get need to get in this millennium. Yes. It right? is, you must have it. Get some right. for your friends. Oh, I, I gave them to like kids going away to college and things like that, like all kinds of gifts, and they were thrilled with them. People do not have measuring tapes you, uh, that you, don't sew. They don't have them at all. You get a discount if you buy five. Yeah. It's like a pack. You know, when you give it to those kids, like go, those college-age kids, all those kids are like getting married, and then they need to be measured for something, and uh-huh. they're, you know, anyway, it worked they out need for to know me to if they're those. moving their bed, like if it'll fit right. But But, <laughs> I mean, they will, or they'll want to, now you order so many things offline, it's like... For a waist measurement yeah. of 23 to 25 inches, and they don't know what their waist measure. They have no right. idea. Right. They have no idea. So they also don't have any idea where their waist is, but we can help them with that, too. So there's a lot of drafting classes out there. Yes. Uh, and I've heard good things about— I think a lot of them are really good. Like some on Craftsy. Right. We have We have a couple simple ones on our site. We have the Easy Tea— we have the leggings class. Right. We don't have anything that's like super fitted, tailored. tailored super tailored. Right. Yeah, tailored, fitted. It's say. not, but uh, super tailored yet. But how did you start drafting for yourself? Or what do you, what do you think? Um, talk you know about who, the process. You know who really taught me to draft? Who? Really, really taught me to draft because I had drafted before, but I don't think it was Gosha. Uh huh. And she was from um, Poland. Poland. And it was communist Poland, like she was from. Right. Is there even a Poland anymore? Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah. A I always wonder. I always, <laughs> yeah, I always get worried about those those countries come and go. But anyway, they didn't have a choice. They couldn't get patterns. They couldn't get fabric. You know, she told me stories about drafting a blouse pattern, and then they made it out of like diaper fabric. Uh huh. Because they couldn't get anything. Right. So she knew how to do. Anything with anything. Right. Yeah. So I learned a lot from her. But um, I remember buying patterns and having to absolutely redraft them. Reconfigure, redraft. Yes, because I am not proportioned at all like the patterns. And I'm not sure anyone is. Few people are. Right. I think. There's a lot of people wearing patterns straight off the press. And they really don't fit them. They think they do until you point out, oh, your shoulders are too wide or then that neck is too wide for you. Or so, I mean, a lot of people will, you know why? Because it fits better than the ready-to-wear. Well, it, this goes back, if you haven't listened, I know we did this podcast, right. the expectations of the, of the ready-to-wear, the self-sewn, and the self-drafted. Right. I see some people wearing some leggings 
that are like commercial patterns that are awful that we think are awful and, and they're just we like, think they're awful yeah, they think they're, they're fine they're just like so excited about them and I and then I see people totally nitpick their self drafted leggings now which is really funny yeah these might not be the same people of course but I think it's like it's funny what we're willing to accept. And not accept. Yeah, it's really not accept yeah. from ourselves. Yeah. Well, we're always, every, you know, I think traditionally anyone who makes anything um, or tries something or tries to learn, you know, we're most critical of ourselves. So talk about drafting for Those yourself. Those pants you have on I made and drafted. I know. So you started out using commercial patterns, of course. Of course, because I didn't know how to sew at all. Mm-hmm. But I was, what, 13, I guess. Um and I remember getting some odd shapes. Yeah. And I remember um, they told me to buy, you know, the basically the literature at that time or whatever was you buy for your biggest measurement. or Well, and of course, mine was my bust. Right. So I was this person who is in retail probably like, well, back then I think I, okay, a size six back then is what a size two is now. Right. Okay. So I was like a size six, say, at that time, mm-hmm. which is funny because it's smaller than I am now, and now I'm a size two or four. But anyway, that's called marketing, everyone. But on a pattern, I would need like a 16. Uh-huh. You know, it was humongous. And the only place, actually, it didn't even fit in my bust. <laughs> okay. It really didn't even fit in my bust. Because the bust would never be in the right place, of course. Right. You know, it would. The bust would turn out being like. It Four wasn't that the bust too low, was too like, low. It or, was that the shoulders were too high. Sure. You sure. know, and I had to figure all that out. And here's what happened. This is why I think I really got into the when I finally figured out people drafted their own patterns. I would have. I had one pattern. That I used for like 15 years that I would draft everything off of. Right. Because. It wasn't hard for me to go, oh, I can put a pleat in that, or oh, I can add a sleeve or shorten a sleeve or add a cuff or whatever I was going to do. Right. So I had this one. I still have it. In fact, I will tell you what is made out of it. The um, Alice in Wonderland dress is made out of it, and your red Russian dance dress was Uh made out of that pattern. Uh, But I could. it was a basic... It was a shirt waist dress pattern. Mm-hmm. So it actually had a waist in it, right. which I didn't realize probably wasn't what I should have been working from. But I should have been working probably from like a sheath. Sure. But I also did have a sheath pattern that I made every single sheath out of mm-hmm. that, I, that I wore. So I kept these patterns forever. And I would buy a pattern at that, okay, in my developmental years, right? right. Um, I would buy a pattern. I'd go, oh, I want that cap that collar or I want that placket and I would buy the pattern only for the placket yes and then I would look at the pattern and figure out how they did the placket and I would incorporate that into that one dress your, pattern. Your sloper, I had your pattern. Yeah, your yeah. Pattern. I didn't know it was my sloper. So, Nobody told me this that yes. that was my sloper, but it was. So when you get a sloper, or I think 
so that that kind of sums up like your journey it's a little bit. It's where you bit. start, right? You know, but you you started from commercial patterns, then you right. finally got something. Okay, there's this pattern that fits me. Well, and it didn't fit me at first. I made it. Sure, fit sure. Me. You, you and, finally and, got it. And what it. I did, I did not know you made muslins. Uh huh. So I had like three or four dresses made out of this pattern. Uh huh. And finally, that third and fourth dress were perfect. <laughs> you know, the first dress was like a little wide in the shoulders. Sure. I could still wear it. Sure. You know, I still wore it because. It looked better than any ready-to-wear, of course, that I could get. But, you know, by the time I got to that, that that's what hit. Oh, my gosh. This third and fourth dress is perfect, perfect for me. I don't ever need another pattern size or shape. I just need details. Yeah, we don't have a lot of basic patterns in our collection. No, they're, they're all like, patterns. oh, whoa, there's this weirdo flounce on the skirt or something, <laughs> right. you know, like that we didn't want to like figure right. and draft. Because some of those things you have to drape. But so once you get your sloper and, and your your pattern for your basic garment, and let's think about this. There are lots of different types of garments. So yes. mom's talking about this pattern that she's had forever. And now that was woven. There we go. And yes. fitted. Woven, fitted, shirtwaist dress. Okay. So you can have a sloper for a knit t-shirt as well. That's right. You can have a sloper for pants. That's right. For leggings. For leggings. For, for pants that are going to be made of like stretch fabric right. or for pants that are going to be made from... A woven. You can have a skirt sloper. Now, yeah. you don't need a blouse sloper if you have a dress sloper. Or a skirt sloper if you have a dress sloper. Well, yes, well, you do. You because, think... Well, here's the deal. Uh-huh. If you have a dress sloper, it's usually a sheath. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's basically a straight dress that has, you know, some darts in it that it's made to skim over your body, right? Sure. Okay. And this is also a thing. To skim over the body. This is not supposed to be a sausage casing. Yeah. It's supposed to be fitted, but it is not a sausage casing. It has ease in it. There is ease in it. Now, there's a teacher who um, a lot of people in the group really like. I think her name is Susie Fuhrer. And we talked about this. So she was, oh my gosh. Does she teach without ease? She has you make... What does she call it? It's not a maquillage, is it? it I can't remember. I don't what know. She There's calls a couple it. of different names, of but course. She, we had a podcast. Yeah, we had a podcast those about names too, where, where she has terms. you make something that is. I mean, it's like your dress form. It's like what you yes. would stuff stuff to make your dress form. It fits to you skin tight. Yeah. It would look like a sausage casing on anyone because it is so skin right. tight. Whereas the sloper that mom's talking about, and I don't, you know, I've never taken her class. No, I'm sure that that's a method that and that's a way works. that yeah, that's a way that Here, can work. Here's my deal. And this is how I feel about dress forms, too, uh-huh. if we want to get a little bit off on that. I think it would be good to talk okay. about that. A dress form is fine, but you cannot fit a dress to a dress form. A dress form doesn't move. It doesn't have – there's parts of your body that are fluid. Okay, if, if, you're, if you're truly that firm, I want to meet you because I yeah. want to know how you did that. <laughs> Because, no, it doesn't. You know, I mean, your body. we're just not that firm. I, and you know, forms, and we have to move, and we have to bend, and all dress those forms things. can be great. Actually, this might be another episode. Uh, yeah. Dress forms can be People great. People ask about dress forms all the time. They do, and honestly, you do not need a dress form to fit a dress to you. To you, yes. You need a dress form to drape, and we can talk about we'll draping. Ta- yeah, too. talk about that some right. other time. So you have you didn't go through the process of I'm going to take sixty thousand body measurements and then draft this thing and then add ease or you know add ease and then draft it and then add. Not some in months. my developmental that, years, as yeah. I'm 
calling. So I just want to say that it's okay. So I have a ginger jeans pattern. Right. That I have modified a bit. And now it's your sloper. Now it's my sloper. So if I want to change the yoke on the pants. Add a pleat to it. Add a pin tuck. I mean, you could make that a trouser pattern, so to speak. Yes, I could do lots of things to it. So you, listener, dear listener, if you have a very simple dress pattern or trouser pattern or whatever, you know, that you have that you like. And you think it fits. You need to think of it as a big asset. And I mean, on that envelope, put, you know, sloper or something in parentheses or no, no, you know. I see sometimes some, some, uh, that you know that fits you and you like it, and it's a pattern you can lay on top of other patterns or I something like that. I see sometimes people buying like the same pants. I feel like over and over, they're just like a different length. Right now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that, or that it doesn't take a little bit of like fiddling or familiarity with garments or something. Right, but you. It's possible you could be duplicating some things big time. Well, you know what bothers me in our in, in the group on Facebook is uh-huh. when somebody says, what's a good pattern for pants? Yeah. And I'm like, uh-oh. It's good for everybody? No. I mean, everybody's sincere. Sure, sure. You know, I mean, and people go, oh, get this one. Get this. Okay. It may, it may not even come close to being okay for that person. It depends on the It just may yeah. not even come close. You may even sort of look alike, you know, and you think your body shape is similar, and it just doesn't. It, you know, it, it might turn out to be hell to fix Well, and you. I think why, here I am again, I think why people sometimes will, a lot of people have said, why is this ginger jeans pattern so popular? Why is it popular? Oh, it's because they're tutorials. That's why it's lots popular. Lots of tutorials. Lots of people have talked about it. Right. Lots of people have talked about modifying it. So, I think it's a, a quote, it's good pattern. It's because the information's but out yeah, there. Yeah, that's the big right. thing. That's the that's the big thing about it right. is that that information is out there. So if you think about that a little bit. So she's made a product and she backs it up. She backs that's it up. That's why it's a good pattern. Yes, and other people back it up. And so many people have made it and talked about it right. that you can get an idea. So that's just, that's a good thing. But yet you, you might have a sloper. You might not know it. I think is is kind of the point. That's the point we're trying to make. I right. think is that you could have a if you've got something that really fits, hold on to it. Yes, hold on to it. Think of, you know the butt. So the bust starts happen to be in the right place. The shoulders are hitting in the right place. The neckline is hitting in the. You know, I saw somebody the other day. It's like, oh, I finally got something to fit, and they had a picture on, and there was a big gap in their neck, and I thought, okay, on this garment, she doesn't mind about her neck gapping it's going to be okay but if she thinks that really fits it doesn't well i uh, there was a lady in the group who posted that her daughter uh a a dress she was making for her daughter and it looked like her daughter was pretty busty Uh uh-huh um and the she said that it was too tight in a certain place and i said the the bust starts are too low. Then Everything wrong, needs it's in to the, be right. It's in the I wrong said, place. Pinch right. up those shoulder right. seams, and then it won't be too tight. Then the volume will be where the right. volume is on where her body, right? To be. And I thought, I hope she like saves that because that's where that girl needs bust darts right. all the time now. Right. You know, right. uh, she can add she can add sleeves to that, and you know, a sleeve. If if you love some sleeve from some pattern. You duplicate the arm side and the right. sleeve on your pattern. That's right. Bam. You know, but you haven't had, now you don't have to mess with that bust height, bust dart height or anything like that. You've well, got that. Well, and that's true 
of um if you buy a pattern just for the sleeve, there's nothing wrong with doing that. No, it's fine. Okay, because especially when they cost a dollar yeah. when they go on sale or dollar ninety nine, I'm like, I'll buy I'll buy that sleeve pattern for a dollar ninety nine if I don't have to take the time to draft it. The paper's there, it's drafted. I may have to redraft the arm's eye. Yeah. But big deal. A sleeve cap, big deal. That's yeah. nothing compared to and I'm talking about something that's, you know, complicated not like a straight sleeve sure but uh you know i I don't want to draft collars when i see certain really beautiful like statement collars i'm like let's just just let's just buy that you know like like something that is uh there's there's some pretty patterns from decades of style where it's this collar that has like four layers of Uh and it's like bias bound and stuff i'm like oh i'll just let them well, do yeah, the work, you know? I mean, I mean, you're, you're saving time. <laughs> oh, sure. But you're sure. going to put it on the dress or whatever or the shirt that was a sloper. So I don't know that we answered. I, I think somehow I did not answer the question about a skirt and a dress and a blouse sloper. Oh, okay. Let's go back to I that. I don't remember saying I said, it. I said okay, you could so, have a skirt and you were like, no. So, well, so commonly it's a sheath dress. Okay. Okay. So there's no waist. Yes. Okay. Okay. Got it. So... It's easy to use that as a blouse or a jacket uh-huh. because you've got your top. Yeah. But you have not drafted a fitted waist. And in most skirts, you want a fitted waist. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got a waistband that you zip or buckle or whatever. And that's or... how the garment is held up versus right, right, the dress. Right, right, Yeah. So, oh my gosh, a skirt sloper is so easy to make. And that's what we should do next. That's what mom wants to do next It's for so class. easy. It's so easy to make a skirt No, it's sloper. not easy. You need our class. It No. <laughs> Once somebody shows you, it is just, so easy, right? I mean, and if you've got one hip high or one hip low, which I'm sitting across from somebody that has that particular issue, it's not your hip; it's your it's your back. It's my back. It's fat. your like groin, no. or not your groin, your loin. It's your is loin. Is that my loin? I don't know. It's really pronounced yeah. right now. She actually, too. <laughs> Mallory actually has like extra tissue. Uh, on on her one hip, it's really bizarre. Like, it, <laughs> it's even it's okay, not when, the bone. When I'm in yeah. really good shape, it's, it's there. Still there. And yeah. when I'm like right now, not in such great shape, when I weigh like yeah. forty pounds more than I'm used to weighing, it's really pronounced. No, when I first noticed <laughs> this, she was like a teen, preteen, and I was like, "Oh no, she has scoliosis." And I, you know, we go to the doctor, and he's like, "Any concerns?" And I'm like, "Yeah, check her back." And he thought. She, I mean, or she, I think the doctor was the female. She thought so too. And she said, well, wait a minute. She starts pushing on it. She goes, this is soft tissue. <laughs> like there's nothing wrong with her spine. And and we're, she's like, I don't know. She's just lopsided. Yep. So Mallory's lopsided, everyone. I'm, I'm right-sided when I like dance and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's the side that is more toned. Is it? Yeah. And then like I store some... Some it's just very fat weird. for the winter. It's, over it's my like left somebody side. put a little extra fat pad on the left <laughs> side. I don't understand it. Okay, so what? What if I need a skirt sloper and I right have my funny you will hip. actually have it will look a little bit different on the left and the right. That's why you also hey hey hey. That is why you also do not try on garments inside out to fit them. Oh, I know. Stop telling people to do that. Oh my god. I hope nobody gets offended. That I probably oh, shouldn't no. have said it like that. Well, no. if you know you're symmetrical, it's probably okay. Well, and on some, but it's not. You necessary. know why are you doing it? Stop All it. you have to do is pin it. Yep. The right. Okay. Pin it while you have it on. Yep. 
take it off, leave the pins in. Now, sometimes if it's like your back seam and you have to open up your back seam to get out of it, you will have to take those pins and just put them on one side of the fabric so you can unzip it, right? Yep. Okay. And then you take it off and then and then you, then you turn it inside out and you mark where those pins are. Yep. It's it's really that simple. And then you mark that on your sloper or your pattern or whatever. So the skirt the skirt sloper is different from the sheath dress. Yes. Sloper, yes, I our, believe so. So what you know, mm-hmm. I would say that your what you need in your barrage or your arsenal or whatever your arsenal of slopers is a sheath, a skirt, and a pant. A sheath, a skirt, and a pant. Right. Well, and and, then I guess you, and you could make anything from that. You need and and you put your sleeve on your on your sheath for your yes, blouse. Yes, you do. Yes, yeah, you do. Yeah. And usually you only do one sleeve because. Usually sure. They're the same, right? Sure. Okay, let's take a message break because we are 20 minutes into this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm having so much fun. So much I'm, fun. Everyone, you know, the, the audience is asleep, but we're having a good time. Mom, this podcast episode is brought to us by the So Long and So Happy edition of the So Here Box. Oh my goodness, where did you get that saying? I know, somebody really smart must have thought that up. I mean, it just has so much to uh, to offer there. That's right. You're supposed to sew so for a long lo- time. A long time, or like goodbye kind of a little bit in I, a podcast. Yeah, you're supposed yeah. to be happy while you're sewing. That's right. So the longer you sew, the happier you'll be. And, and then also just like, so long. Thanks for listening. So long. Farewell. Wouldn't you like to wear a t-shirt that you made, that you self-sewed, that said so long and so happy on the front of it? Um, I could be very happy wearing that In t-shirt. In the signature mint green. I think the okay, hex code. I don't code, think that's mint green. You I do. Can, I, um, no, no. It's I, light teal. Okay. Well, the hex code, whatever it is, <laughs> is like 76D2C5, just in case you want to look okay. at that on your computer. Um, and so anyway, if you would like to do that, then you should order the last So Here box of 2017, which you can do by going to SoHere.com slash box. Uh, our signature Keystone product in there is the custom printed fabric panel. There's another custom product they're going to be is. real happy with. There is, and we're not going to talk about. We're no, not no, no. telling it's, you. It, if I can keep Mallory's mouth shut, it will be a total well, surprise. We might, we might like show it somewhere. Okay. Oh gosh! See, There's she can't. Of- she cannot <laughs> keep a secret like There's at going all. To be a special pair of scissors. Yes. There's going to be a, a couple of very special tools, tools in the box, and then some fun things for you to use yes. to customize. Our little custom things that we think up. And customize your sewing space and customize your life with fabulousness from SewHere.com. So uh, the SewHere boxes are set to ship between December 1st and December 15th. So you pre-order them now by going to SewHere.com slash box. And choose So Here Box Shipping when you check out to get free shipping both in the U.S. and internationally. And I am not going to let Mallory add the number of boxes we ship out after we've already closed the orders once this time. She does that all the time. I swear, Sam and I are not going to let you do that. Okay, well, we're going to ship out 
a thousand bucks. No, oh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, but seriously, there's only going to be 250 of them. And I believe at this point, we have already sold 100. So if you're wanting one for a gift for yourself or someone else for the holiday season, or if you just like to get everything um, that Zidi and I make, uh, we will put a lot of care and, and love. And a special love note. Uh, into these boxes. So go to SoHere.com slash box and order one today. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. We're back. So before we move on to talking about uh, drafting patterns for other people. For group and groups. Yes. Mom wants to talk about pattern recommendations. Right. And I said pattern recommendations, you know, you're not always going to be happy with what the other person was happy with. But a lot of times when something is recommended, what you will get in the recommendation is that the directions are easy to follow and it is well drafted. You know, that to, now, if I want a loose cardigan and all I have to worry about are my shoulder measurements, then that's, you know, that recommendation for that is probably I'm going to be happy with. Sure. But sometimes people will say this isn't easy to use because of such and such and right. it has nothing to do with the fit. You're totally right. Right. So, okay. So, mom has drafted costume patterns for, uh, in particular, I feel like the the highest volume of your work was when Lindsay and Hillary were in high school and yes. they were doing show choir. And somebody messaged us a while back and was like, you say that you have made thousands of costume pieces or blah, blah, blah. Please explain. Well, 50 kids times however many costume uh, well, pieces. Okay, so it, you know, and it uh, wasn't one costume. Right. So they, each child... Or child or performer, excuse me, excuse me. They're children. Each, each performer may have four costumes. Right. Or, and even with the four costumes, there may have been other pieces. Mm -hmm. So it was not unusual for me to truly make thousands, you know, of costumes in one, one year. And you, you were doing two show choirs. Well, and a I was doing show choirs. I was doing musicals. Actually, sometimes three show choirs. So when you draft for another person, mm -hmm. you think a lot before you draft. <laughs> a lot. 
I feel like let's talk about individual first. Okay, individuals first. Like a bride came to you, okay. says they want this. Or well, that. she got a sloper. Yeah, she got a sloper. Mm-hmm. You fitted it to her. But I'm thinking when you say this, I'm thinking of like Cindy Giamalva mm-hmm. comes to me and says, I want this dress from this movie. Sure. You know, to be my wedding dress. Or you coming to me <laughs> and saying, uh, my future mother-in-law is getting married, and I told her we would make her dress. Now, we didn't know what she was going to pick. That's right. Which is what you should ask first. <laughs> Both of those dresses, Think the only reason I did this is there were, we were somehow connected, related, or you know, right. lifelong friends with these people. So I had to make these from like moving pictures or snapshots with part of the it wasn't even like i had a full picture of any of these what dresses what movie was cindy's dress from um oh the one it was a remake with harrison ford and she goes to paris the girl goes to paris and comes back that's i don't know it's a girl's name it'll come, i want to say selena if that's not right no um what is it it's somebody's name. It's a girl's name. Okay. Well, moving on. Sorry. I okay. just didn't know. <laughs> um, and then my my mother-in-law, and she wasn't my mother-in-law yet, uh, she was getting married, and she wanted Paul McCartney's wife at the time. Right. I guess they're well, still, it is. It's his, it's his current wife also. Okay. Yes. Uh, the most recent wife. Yes. She wanted her wedding dress. Yeah, her dress. So, which I thought, which Stella McCartney, of course, designed, designed, and it, it was lovely. Um, a very tailored, sort of a tailored shirtwaist dress. I assumed was made out of crepe. That's what I decided. But nowhere could we find a description or a full picture. I had literally like a picture of one sleeve where she was shaking someone's hand and then a glimpse of the back of it, you know, in another shot. And so I had no picture of like this dress totally. We looked and we looked and we looked and we could not so find it. So you would measure these people. Yes. And when you're looking at design details like that, mm-hmm. you might reference a pattern. Right. Maybe like that has some, you know, ruched Something or yeah. other, or a specific neckline. Now, to see how it was made, Carolyn's mm-hmm. dress have that. Yeah. Uh, what's that? It's, that shawl collar. Shawl collar. And you knew enough mm-hmm. and had made enough things with shawl collars. That would be a real good one to cheat on. Yeah. To go find a shawl collar pattern mm-hmm. and draft that part using into your sloper right, like yeah right right but i think you draft i think you yeah did I, you draft you know, that without I, aid I, yes and i remember drafting it and i remember it worked the first time and i was kind of surprised that it went so well right um right. you know the other thing we did with that so well i yeah. just i want to say uh-huh. that that shawl collar that's a if you don't know what we're talking about it's where like if you were to if you were to drape like a necklace over your neck right there's no back seam at the collar no there is a back seam at the oh, collar there, no, the there collar is a, there, comes sorry. off of the dress the, yes. so you're not 
The collar is part of the dress. I don't know how to. It's kind of hard to explain. Yeah. And the reason well, it's Well, a lot hard... of cardigans have shawl collars, but they're added. Yes. But the, yeah. what I want to say is it's a weird thing. Yes. And it's pretty there's impressive not, that mom could draft it. There's not like a neck hole <laughs> that a collar goes into. Yes. That's not right. how it happens. It's part, so yeah, it's the part front of, of the, the dress actually has the full collar on it, and then you attach it to the back of the dress. So it has to match up. And I don't know why I thought that's what it was even by looking at the pictures I had. I just thought, I really thought that's what it was. Well, and you knew the reason you could do that is because you'd made garments that were constructed like this Hundreds before. of them. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. So that's why you knew that. Okay. Right. So drafting for that person, you take these measurements, you might reference a pattern or right. not if you have got all of that experience. And then you make a muslin for them. I made a full muslin for right, her. Right, right. And I made the muslin like the dress. Mm-hmm. I didn't make her a sloper first, if I remember correctly. Um, we did have some sort of time limitation. And I figured if I made the muslin, I'd be okay. Well, you also are more experienced. That's true. And the dress, yeah. while it had these kind of tailored details, it wasn't super fitted it's not like it was. Well, I felt like it was. It had a set in waistband. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, like, around her bust, it got to be, like, a little looser and stuff. I, there I was know. a little bit of a flow. The, the bust had um, tucks and not ple- uh, not darts. Right. There were tucks, you know, at the waistband that came up. Um, and Carolyn was not, like, a bizarre shape or anything. I didn't see, like, any big problem I was going to have. And then by making the muslin, I think one thing that happened is uh, Mrs. McCartney had pleats in her dress, and I put pleats in the muslin. And when I looked at them on Caroline, I said, I think you're going to be better off if we actually do – it was – it was more like a little gather that uh-huh, we did. Uh-huh. And I think it looked better on her. Right, right. You know, I think we had maybe pleats in front and gather. I can't remember exactly what we did. We need to get that dress yeah, back. Yeah, I was going to say, our... I should ask her for it. Yeah. <laughs> had covered buttons. I remember I told, that. I told her to wear it to my wedding right. two months later. And she wouldn't. And I, it was it was beige. I wore like a blush colored dress. No, it was Ugliest dress was not, you've ever seen. Hers was not beige. <laughs> what did I call beige? it? Who did you say beige? Yours? I said hers was beige. No, hers was like just cream. No, or... well, it was oy- what I would call an oyster, an off-white. Oh, excuse me. Or an off-white. And this was funny because she's, I said, when we were ordering fabrics, we got a couple of samples. I said, I believe this is out of crepe, uh-huh. you know, the way it's hanging. Um, and a nice, a good quality polyester crepe, I believe, will give you what you want. It won't wrinkle. Right. It'll be light enough. It'll look nice. And I said, and then we'll also have to buy a lining. And she says, I don't want it lined. And I said, it's a white dress. Got to have something so, under there. So here's what happens when you do draft for other people. You do have to tell them sometimes what they have to have. They right. can't. They can't just dictate to you because you know more than they do. And I said, well, I will either line the dress or you will have to wear a full slip. I said, I guarantee you we will be able to see through it. And I said, and this was in a church, and I said, if you're standing in that church and there's any beam of sunlight, everybody's going to see your knickers, right? Right. So she she accepted the um, Man, lining. we got, that was pretty cheap fabric. 
like it was very inexpensive fabric. It did, I, I guess. bet it was really nice quality. Yeah. It really sewed up well. The the po- I mean it was poly crepe, so that's yeah. not it's not like we ordered like silk right. crepe or something. I think it was five fifty a yard. Was that all? Yeah. yeah and I it, remember. it worked so nicely. Yeah. It it looked really nice. And the dress was very nice. Let's talk about okay, so that's individual. It's a little bit more like we're trying to make one person happy. Right. The where this happened for you in your life was making these Wedding dresses or these formal dresses. Let's talk about drafting a pattern, a multi-size pattern, okay, for a group of of children, high school students. <laughs> so I I remember seeing this. You would have a costume pattern, and it would have a name on it that I recognized. It would be like gold vest, and I'm like, I know, mom made a bunch of gold vests. It says gold vest, small, medium, and large. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh. So, like, you took – and I remember taking everybody's measurements Mm because I'd go with you to do that. So you'd take everybody's measurements, Mm -hmm. and then you'd draft sizes, guys. Right. Now, these sizes had nothing to do with industry. They had to do with what sizes those people were. Yeah, so if you had an itty-bitty little person and then a bigger person – It was kind of funny. It would be like, well, this is Kara, and, you know, this is Hillary, and – Hillary is just Kara with bigger boobs. <laughs> there you it, go. It would, you know, so I would I would start to group these bodies. Yes. Okay. Now, vests were easy, of course, for guys, you know. Okay, so a small is going to go on to, you know, just two of the guys. The medium is going to go on probably eight of the guys. Right. You know, and the large is probably going to go on four to six of the guys. You know, however many You have I like had. a bell curve. Like- right, right. It's, it was really like <laughs> yeah. that. And then I would know that that's what I needed to cut out because I would, cut, I would cut out multiples, right? So I could cut out. I wasn't cutting out one pattern for each person. Mom didn't draft a sloper and draft and, and uh-uh. muslin out for each single no, and did. I did a lot of built-in, what I call built-in alterations, uh-huh. or built-in things that could be like snugged up or let out. Or, but okay, so basically, I would cut this whatever the eight mediums, right? Mm-hmm. And I did know someone was short-waisted, right? Okay, or I did know, uh, you know, there might have to be an alteration there, and I would make it where I could cut it off from the bottom. Yeah. And not alter it from the middle. Yeah. And I would know that, you know, the little belt in the back had to be four inches above the, you know, I'd make these things up. I'll tell you what I really drafted that was, were those pink um, leotards for yeah. Crazy For You. Uh-huh. And those were kind of funny because I had this pattern. I just kept folding and unfolding and folding. And I had all these <laughs> this different. This girl's tall. This girl's yeah, short. Yeah, I had all this, these different uh, girls' names on where I folded it and what I did and everything. Well, I think that's really interesting for people to think about because when you look at a, a commercial pattern, sometimes people are like, oh, I don't know which size I am because I'm right between the sizes, mm-hmm. right? So mom was drafting a pattern for these for these performers and – she might put a medium on a guy with a, I don't know what a medium chest measurement is on a man. I don't know, 34. For, okay. Know. they A 34-inch and like a 35-inch guy, they might just wear the same vest. Right. You know, right. just like in normal clothing. Right, You right. know, I, which I just think is so cool that you sort of like duplicated the process. Well, and what I, you know? and what I did is they had a belt that could, it could 
you know, in the back Cinch, uh-huh. that, that cinched it up or sure. something like that. Absolutely. Well, yeah. and you left room for alterations. It's right. not like she was like, I well, also here you go. kept you in know. mind that maybe these could be used again. Yes. You know. Yes. Right. Well, I, I just think that that's, that really blew my mind. I feel like when I first realized that that's what you were doing, that, you know, this girl and this girl were both wearing the same size pattern. That's right. You know, that you had drafted. But one was taller. Yeah. Now, and, 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 and where was she taller? Maybe it was only the length of the skirt, so I only had to make this. So then you didn't yeah. have to overbuy patterns uh-uh. and trace off of patterns. Nope. Here you go, guys. Team trace. Team cut that bleep out. Or team draft your own damn pattern. Yeah. Here, <laughs> here's the one issue with doing that, right? Yeah. Is you might be cutting out six dresses all the same size, and if you make a wrong cut, you've made six wrong cuts. That's where you use your electric rotary cutter, I did right? A, I did have an electric People rotary ask cutter. About that. It's the most amazing thing in the whole world. It is not a cheap instrument. It was like two hundred and fifty dollars or something, um, but it saved saved you know my hand, my arm, my time. It was well worth it. I've been thinking a lot about money and time recent, recently. Yeah, time yeah. is much more important than money as far as time, I'm Time is money. Money is time. Whatever, you know. Okay, so I think that, that a good, that's a good discussion of drafting your own patterns. Of course, we didn't, like, instruct you on how to, do how it, to draft right. your own patterns. So the know. other thing is, is draping. I, another podcast? I, it might be. I think it is. Is I it? I think another podcast because it has to do with design. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would maybe be incorporated along with like bias and grain and fabric type and stuff. So if anybody is interested in learning to drape, like Mallory said, there's a lot of classes out there and everything. But Mallory does have the easy tea as a class. Draft, not drape. I guess. I'm sorry. Don't you think? I say it yeah, wrong. yeah. You I'm said sorry. anyone interested. If anybody's drape. interested in drafting, yeah. Okay. There's there are a lot of classes out there, but Mallory has an easy tea. We have an easy tea class, and then the class that um, I give is the leggings class, and the leggings class came out of uh, show choir. It did. It I-, I had to do. I had to make tights for twelve boys to sing men in tights. Twelve teenage boys. Let me tell you about that. So it's, if you that was a riot. If you wonder if the made to measure legging class will work for someone with voluminous genitalia, yes it <laughs> yes, will. Yes, it worked it will. for the green machine uh, men's show choir at Rockridge High and School. And they were and they won first place every place they went. Ta da. Um I think those two classes Well what what I'm saying oh, is those are a really good place, I think, to start to see if you would like to do that, mm-hmm. even. They're very simple. They're very straightforward. We walk everybody through them, you know, very well, I think. And instead of just taking the, oh, I'm going to take a sloper class, I just think that eases you into it. I think it does, too. And I've heard that from other people. Actually, the biggest compliment I feel that I've gotten on the Easy Tea class uh-huh. is from Marty. She uh, is a... I love Marty. Okay, and Marty, I hope you don't mind. I won't say your last name. Marty is a very petite woman with a very large yeah, bust. Yeah, she's got some. Yeah. Yep. She And so she has a shape that is not found on the pattern envelope. That's right. Ever. Okay, so she said that after taking the Easy Tea class, she felt so confident in sort of like measuring her body and then putting it flat on pattern mm-hmm. paper that she drafted her own bra yeah and no, i was like what? She, she freaks me out she's very industrious like i remember her like starting out knowing her online and it seemed like she didn't have that much knowledge and now she's like 
drafting bras. I don't know. I think she's like, been sewing for a while. But well, I, I know, but I don't. I think there was. I think like it didn't seem to me because when she did the easy tee, it was like oh, and then all of a sudden this is the most fabulous. Uh, this and she is just my keeps bra going, 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 that yeah, I made yeah. for my very unique body shape. Like this yes. is a bra that does not exist on the pattern envelope. That's like, right. Whoa, right. I was really impressed. Right. So, Marty, I hope you listen. I, we're we're very impressed with you. Thank you for saying that the Easy T class kind of helped you. And that's what I think that the Easy T class does. You take these measurements. It's it's not a super tailored garment. No, and, and, but I think it helps you get the concept of what's going to happen when you draft a pattern. Right. It's not a lot of, you know, if you're going to do your sloper, it's not going to be those how many measurements oh, are an easy tee? I don't know. Me neither. I, I mean, you know, <laughs> less than a dozen, okay? Sure, sure. So if you're going to, and if you're going to draft a sloper pattern for a sheath, there's going to be more than 12 measurements. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know, there are going to be a lot of measurements. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. We are uh, ZD Sewing Studio on Instagram, and you can shout us out, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Mom's on Instagram, too. She's ZD Donahue. That's right. I don't have a personal Instagram. I've just got the self-sewn wardrobe. I'm all business on the social media. <laughs> and ZD Sewing Studio, I, I run both accounts. <laughs> And she runs me too. And sometimes I think I'm one account, and I see the I other know. account. Like, uh, oh God, um, I see the other account on what I, I, noticed, I comment, yeah. and I don't. What I noticed today is we posted exactly the same thing, almost like simultaneously. We the it was same really photo. funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mom's got her aerial hijinks on there, and then you can email me at Mallory at sewhere dot com, and uh, yeah, take it away, Mom. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.